three things that you were not prepared for that you wish you had prepared for. Number one, 36 hours of air travel. That's air travel. That's not a joke. Um, I will never be flying without compression socks again. My feet got so swollen, so unbelievably swollen. And that's quite painful. Um, I did not prepare for that. I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Attainable Podcast, or welcome if you are new here. Uh, if you are new here, hi, my name is Sarah Boss. I'm super, super glad to have you here. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be giving you all the details. Well, we, meaning me, I, I'm going to give you all the details of our honeymoon in Thailand. I've got a lot of questions, and I've gotten requests for the itinerary, the whole thing. And so I'm going to be spilling all the details, why we went there, all the stuff about the plane ride, um, giving you details on where we went and what we did and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm also working on uh, getting that itinerary like in a form, like a PDF or like something we can put on our Instagram stories and our highlights so that we can um, easily link to it. Like, Or you can screenshot it, whatever. Um, anyway, some way for you guys to have the itinerary in easy form if you are going to Thailand. Um, but I do recommend a travel agent. However, we will talk about in this, that in a second. Um, I wanted to give you some life updates. I thought it'd be fun to start the podcast. And I say this now and we'll see if I remember to do it in other episodes. Again, not sure. We'll see. But I do have a note like in my phone of things to talk about on the podcast. And if I remember to update it when I actually have these ideas, then we can keep this thing going. Just starting the podcast with some general things like that don't have to do with the topic that we're doing. So, you know, the formal topic, we it's just time, you know, time to, for us to hang out. Anyway, so first of all, I think this is probably the biggest update um, for my SJM, i.e. Sarah J. Mass fans, Akatar, that book series. If you don't know what I'm talking about, um, do you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, do me a favor and go to the episode that I uh, recorded with Mandy Reads. Um, that is her like TikTok handle and her Instagram as well. Mandy is literally so fun and you will then find out why we have an obsession with A Court of Thorns of Roses, i.e. Akatar, and the author is Sarah J. Mass. Anyway, Sarah J. Mass has three main series. Um, honestly, I don't know if she, I'm sure she has other books, but these are the ones like the series that she that matter, honestly. Uh, I told Joseph to start A Court of Thorns of Roses, I don't know how many months ago, like not that long ago. I was like, because I talk about it all the time. And he was like, do you think I'd like it? Because I talk about it all the time. And I was like, yeah, I mean, just try one book, see what you think. Okay. Well, he just finished the third series. He, for those familiar, he went from A Court of Thorns and Roses to Crescent City. And then he just finished Throne of Glass today. Um, update, his ranking is Throne of Glass, Akatar, and then Crescent City. I'm so proud. Um, and I will say there is no romantic connection quite like having your partner read your favorite book series. And then um, also liking it. If you want to know what it's about, again, go go listen to Mandy's reads. Um, I can't. Here's the thing. Okay, warning. If you're going to start it, it is fantasy. Um, and if you don't do a Google, but if you are a Googler, you're, going, you're most likely going to see it say like fairy porn. It's not fairy porn, except maybe a little bit. <laughs> it, is, it is like um quite hot and steamy it is a fantasy with hot and steamy elements but that is not like 
that's not the point of the books. Um, the stories are just fantastic. The characters are great. And if you do start it, you will become addicted. And if you join the SJM universe, please DM me and let me know that you have come into our world. And I will welcome you with open arms. Anyway, next one. I wanted to give a, a, a small a small update with the Midnight's album. First of all, do I like it? Yes, I do. Um, I think it's very soft. Um, but I do like it. And I think we kind of knew that it was going to be soft, or at least I heard like rumors that it was like folklore-esque. I'm not a Swifty. Um, I'm purely listening to it from a pop culture perspective and liking to know what's going on. However, I do I do like it. No, I don't know my favorite song yet. Um, but I uh I am encouraging Joseph to listen to it because I want to know his favorite song and if he likes it. He has, uh, we both have very similar, we have literally almost the same music taste. So last things, uh, I have three things that I've introduced in my life that have, I'm kind of on this making my life easier kick or I'm I with purchases that are unnecessary and by unnecessary, I mean like literally anything that isn't key to my survival. I am so stubborn about buying it. I don't buy things. Um, And so I've been trying to, while staying like monetarily conscious, I've been trying to just be better about that because it will, it's something that I'll think about for like a long time. And I'm talking like one of these is a file organizer. We need something to organize our paperwork so bad, especially now that we're, we're married and we're merging like accounts and things like we need somewhere to put key bills and taxes and like that kind of stuff. Like we need we need a file organizer, but to me, that does not, you know, not having a file organizer does not help, you know, prevent me from eating, breathing, or sleeping. So, and then it's not necessary. And so I've been thinking about this for months and I still haven't gotten it, but I got it. I got it. And I'm thinking about even upgrading the one I already I have um, because I got an email from this company that does like a fireproof, like waterproof, intense file organizer. It's kind of like the thing that you'd put next to your lockbox, I think, or something. I don't know. Anyway, that very excited. I'm going to be able to organize all the files. I think that's very exciting. I'm going to have tabs and and we're going to be able to find things rather than not being able to find things, which is a novel idea. Next, I got a Pura diffuser. And if you haven't gotten Instagram's ads about Pura yet? Well, congratulations because you're listening to this. You're probably going to get an ad. Uh, it is a smart diffuser, meaning like so you they have different scents. Here's what's interesting about Pura is like their scents are from different brands. So um, like the anthropology brand, like uh, Capri Blue or whatever, and their volcano scent that is like the essential or quintessential, I say, like anthropology smell. That is that's one of their scents, and they have a bunch of like Nest. Nest is like a huge fragrance brand as far as like home fragrance and candles. They have Nest fragrances. Um, they've got some Disney ones. Um, I need their Disney ones are like Moana, Hawaiian, like whatever. I need them to get with a company that does like Disney inspired things based on places like the going over the orange groves, what I did for my wedding in uh Soren um walking down main street like those type of scents i need them to do that but until they do that anyway um yeah they have all different brands that you put two different scents or you could put the same scent but there's like two scent slots and then on your phone you put you can make like a schedule of when they turn on 
and their intensity. You can change their intensity. Um, I've got a, we've got a two story home and um, we put one in our entryway where it's like right by the stairs. And I think we'll probably like at some point bring one upstairs because you can't smell it in like the bedrooms, but you can smell it in the hallway. This thing is pretty and I have it. I lowered the intensity because I realized like, I, I don't know, there's like intensity range up to eight. I have it at one right now and it was on like four and I was like wow this is very overpowering like it it is pretty powerful but I also like it because the scents are non-toxic or whatever I thought about just going back to Bath and Body Works but then I just kept seeing articles about like Bath and Body Works giving you cancer or something and I got freaked out not gonna lie um so got a pure diffuser I'm very happy about it I've thought about it for months um if you look at the diffuser it's $45 for the um like diffuser and then each scent depend it's like Priced is like $13 or something. You go down to seven. If you go on a subscription, of course, they're like cheaper, blah, 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 blah. Um, And you're like, $45 for a diffuser? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not paying for that. No, I went, uh, they have a promotion and they've been, it's, this promotion has been running for weeks. I think it's going to be one of their regular ones. Uh, it's also one that they do with influencers. Like if they partner with influencers, it seems like this is the like promo that they do. Uh, it's you get a free diffuser with a six month subscription to two cents. So I picked my two cents and it's $20 a month. Um, and so now, you know, I would be buying these cents anyway and I get a free diffuser. So I literally just looked up Pura free diffuser and that it'll come up with like the key page that you need. So anyway, hack there. Uh, last thing, rosemary hair oil. I'm currently have the oil in my hair and I'm letting it sit overnight. Um, I've been reading a lot about like rosemary and hair oils for your hair. And I finally just bit the bullet. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get it. Uh, mine's like hair, rosemary and like eucalyptus or something. Honestly, it feels so nice on my like scalp and I've only done it twice. So no, I'm not noticing a difference in my hair health. Or Well, I noticed a difference like when I wash my hair after, like my hair is definitely softer. I'm not noticing a difference in, in like terms of hair growth. If you're not aware of like the rosemary hair oil thing, there's um, people have had great results by using it for, of course, a prolonged period of time with hair growth and any bald spots and all that kind of stuff. I don't have bald spots. In fact, my hair is quite thick, but I feel like it's a good thing to use. Um, and scalp health is a thing that's like very trendy right now. I'm seeing a lot about scalp health. And so, um, I do apple cider vinegar washes. I actually just got a shampoo, so I didn't have to do the vinegar itself. Um, Waze, like deep cleansing shampoo has apple cider vinegar in it. So I just got that. I'll do that, um, every once in a while because I use dry shampoo quite a lot. And so now this is just an addition to like using hair oils. I also have to be kind of be careful with hair oils because my hair it, I have virgin hair. It's never been dyed, meaning it is really, really fine and very soft and doesn't like hold things very well. Um, and so oils usually are very weighty, but the rosemary and the eucalyptus oil, it's been fine. I haven't had a problem. Okay. Anyway, there's my updates. Now let's actually get into the meat of the episode, what you guys came here for, the title, the whole shebang, what everybody's been asking about. Let's talk about Thailand. If you honest, okay, first of all, if you're wanting to go on vacation, Thailand is amazing. If you did not know, Thailand is extremely cheap. Once you get there, um, like uh a bot bot is their uh currency. 
And 40 baht is a, at, at the time that we went, it was a, a dollar. That was a, about the range. And so you're like, okay. Um, so we would go and it would be like 200 baht for a foot massage or something, 300 baht for a foot massage. And so, you know, we just kind of were like anything under 400 baht was under $10 that kind of late. And that's the, that's the prices. Meals were like two, three, four dollars. Drinks were around the same. Like it's extremely cheap. And even the hotels were really cheap. We went through a travel agent, so we kind of booked everything in one. So I didn't, we didn't know what each hotel costs. One of the resorts that we went to, honestly, our favorite was a higher priced resort. It was more like American pricing. I think we, it was like a thousand dollars a night when we looked at it. That doesn't seem right because the other hotels also, well, th- that was a resort. The other like hotels were like $60 a night for a five star, really nice hotel. That's the thing. We looked at several different countries to go to um, and we because we were trying to decide between Asia and Africa because those were our next like two big continents that we need to cross off um, and we're trying to get to all the continents in our lifetime. So um, we looked at specifically Morocco or Thailand and when, but when we compared them um, and of course of the African like countries, Morocco is not the cheapest, but um, we could do like for mid-range um, mid-range like stay meaning like hotels and things uh, not many activities and only for a week was the same price as going for two weeks at luxury like hotels and resorts with private trans- transportation and private tour guides um, and like many activities in Thailand they were the same price so we went with Thailand obviously it was amazing that's why we chose Thailand when we were thinking about Thailand in the first place, because uh, that we wanted to do, we knew we wanted to do Asia. And uh, I had heard a lot of great things about Thailand and it is just, I highly, highly recommend if you're thinking about going, definitely go anyway, best food I had in Thailand. Um, We did a food tour in Bangkok and uh, where we went on a tuk-tuk and it took us to like different restaurants. And honestly, it was awesome. This particular tour, like we talked to the tour guide and he was like, yeah, I, I feel like they need to like make this tour a couple like days or you do, you go to like one restaurant for lunch, one restaurant for dinner, and then another restaurant for lunch the next day or something like that. Cause we ended up going to three. By the time you get to the third restaurant, like you, I mean, even the second restaurant, you're bursting. We felt so bad because the third restaurant had great, great food. And I could take like one bite of each thing because we, we were so full. However, the first place we went to was Pad Thai. It was the best Pad uh, As you can probably imagine, it was the, the best Pad Thai that I've ever had. Now, my favorite food I had was a... Um, so mango sticky rice is a big thing there um, and coconut sticky rice as well. And at Anantara Resort, which was one of our resorts that we went to, it um, which that... It was like an elephant discovery camp. I'll talk more about that in a second. But they... Uh, it was all-inclusive. So you know, each meal, they had two different restaurants. And at, honestly, it was only at the Thai restaurant. And they also had like an Italian restaurant, which you wouldn't, you wouldn't think would be nice. But when you've been in a country for so long, and you've had Thai food for every meal, it was kind of nice. We went to the Italian restaurant twice. Um, But both places, I ordered for dessert every single time. It was the coconut sticky rice, and it was in a coconut with like coconut meat in it. And then it had uh, like sticky rice with coconut cream on it and then coconut ice cream. And it was so good. Just 
sticky rice. If you go anywhere, like find a Thai restaurant near you and get mango sticky rice. It's probably mango sticky rice. Um, not a lot of places here have coconut sticky rice, but anyway, if you can get it, it's, it's, it's so good. It is so good. It's a dessert. And I, any place that I found mango sticky rice, I had to have it. It was divine. And then I tried to make it, I made like a cheap version and it wasn't that bad. Um, but I think at some point I will go at the um, Asian market near us, they have the rice that you need to make mango sticky rice. And I think I will go through the whole ordeal and make it. It's not hard. The only thing is the rice has to soak for like literally 12 hours or something like that. So that's the like caveat if you've got a plan for it, but definitely the best. Let me go through, first of all, um, our travel agent, and then let's go through like where we went. So we did go through a travel agent and I think I'm going to consider a travel agent for near every trip from now on because um, some people don't know this, like you don't pay for travel agents. It's not like travel agents have a fee that they charge you in order to book your stuff. They get paid by the hotels and they get commissions based on the hotels and the activities and and really any like piece of your vacation, they're partnered with them and they get a commission for essentially selling you that package or selling you that stay to that hotel. The great thing about travel agents is because they have these partnerships, uh, they usually are also discounted. So you're getting a better price. Plus, like we didn't have to manage any. No, well, there were some internal Asia flights that we had to book ourselves, um, but she would just email us the exact information and be like, here's the flight, here's the link. All you have to do is book. And so we did that for like two flights. Everything else though um, was through their agency. And so we could pay, like they had the lump sum amount and we could pay our payments or whatever. And then we're not having to deal with reservations here and reservations there and the flights. Like they handled everything. They booked us tour guides. They booked the excursions. We, you know, we had an app that we could use offline and we, that had everything on it. And then uh, they had arranged, you know, when we need to get from one place to another, we had a car. Like it's so convenient. Even if like you are doing, um, I mean, weekend trip, it may not be worth it. If it's a like spur of the moment thing. But if you are doing like a, I'd even do it for like a four day trip in the United States because you get such good deals and you end up doing so much more than you would because there's so much less guessing. Um, So if you never used a travel agent, I highly suggest it. Like if you're part of AAA, they have travel agents that are awesome. Um, And then there's also like local ones that you can use. Find, you know, phone a friend, post on Facebook, who's your like favorite travel agent. There's a ton of them. Um, they usually specialize in something. And I will say our um, travel agent did not uh, like really specialize in international. So she kind of partnered with um, a, like it's called like go away travel or something and like a friend of hers to help book everything. Doing it again, like I really liked her, but I probably would pay attention to what the travel agent specialized in, whether it's cruise or international or like resorts, like, you know, they usually have like something. So find a travel agent that specializes in where you want to go or somebody who's just really well-rounded. If you have AAA, they're really good at that because they kind of can do everything. Anyway, so a general overlook of our itinerary. We started it, we flew into Bangkok and we went from, yeah, we had like a couple days there, went in the city. That's where we did the tuk-tuk food tour. Um, That's where we had a certain massage experience, which if you watch my TikTok, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) 
And um, that sounds very ominous. Go watch the TikTok. It was just first massage in Thailand was not not the vibe for me. Joseph had a great time because his masseuse was better. But uh, don't worry. We got plenty of massages because they were very, very, very cheap over there. And then from Bangkok, we went to Chiang Rai, which mm, am I a liar? Did we go to Chiang Mai or did we go to Chiang Rai? So we went from Bangkok to Chiang Rai, um, which we didn't spend a lot of time in like central Chiang Rai. Chiang Rai is where the Anantar Resort was. The Anantar Resort was the best part. It's t- actually in a place called the Golden Triangle because it's where Laos, Malay, Myanmar, not Malaysia, Myanmar, thinking of an M, and Thailand meet. And so it is stunning. And this resort, oh my God, this resort was so beautiful. And the staff, like the staff was so kind. The food was so good. They had a beautiful pool. And the best part is it is an elephant sanctuary. So on the property, they've got elephants. Like you can go down to where the elephants roam and it they don't even have fences. And they rescue elephants from the like different circuses or like entertainment things that are not ethical and they purchase them and rescue them and they bring them to the sanctuary where they can just live and be happy and be cute and they have like for each night that you're there you get one activity and so they have um what do they have they have Walking with giants, which was what we did. You could get to walk with the elephants. They had a feeding the elephants. They had a boat ride. And they also had something else. I can't remember. But they had different excursions that you can do. But walking, like, so we went, what, the, the time when we were able to go walk with the elephants, we'd get on this basically like jungle jeep. And they take you down to um, where the elephants are. And each elephant has what's called a mahout or a mahout it depends on like they each person kind of said it differently i'm not really sure um but it's kind of like their caregiver and these guys are with these elephants all day long and they are only not with them when they need to go like eat or take a nap it was kind of weird because we were like when do they go home they're like oh when you know when they get tired or sometimes you know they need a break and i'm like do they like where do they live i don't understand they're like we're with them literally all the time all the time and I asked, I was like, so when you guys get a new elephant, each time you get a new elephant, you have to hire a new mahout? And they said, no, 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 each elephant comes with the mahout, which I was like, that's extremely confusing. But I guess the elephant is owned by the mahout. And I don't know how that works. But anyway, being with the elephants was such an incredible experience. We got to literally walk with them. And that you'd just be next to an elephant and they're walking and they're so cute and they are so like sweet. And um, for a, a little bit, they went into the river and played in the river and like one got on the other's back and they were like making the elephant noises and having fun. Like it, it literally looked like babies playing and like splashing in water. It was so cute. That was literally my favorite part. Like Anantar Resort, the food, oh, the resort was so beautiful. We did, um, oh my gosh, it was so they had like a menu of like different spa services. And one of them was they uh, they had this beautiful tub. This room had this beautiful freaking tub. And one of the things from the spa is they would come into your room and, and make a like milk bath. 
um, with candles and rose petals and milk in the water and like beautiful. And you could get that. Um, you could also get a cheese board and it was like 10 bucks. And so I for sure did that and had a very luxurious bath. It was gorgeous. And their pool was stunning. It had that thing. What's it called? There's like, where it's like no edge and the water just kind of falls over the other side. What is that called? I can't remember. Anyway, that kind of pool. It was gorgeous. Just stunning amazing we went on a ride on it was motorcycles but then we were each in the sidecar so it was two guys on motorcycles and then I was in one sidecar just was in the other and we went on like a tour of the village and uh, we went to rice fields and pineapple fields and it was just that was my favorite part 100% and if you're looking into Thailand and if you're wanting a very like luxury like fun um, really cool experience and you're wanting to do the elephants but in an ethical manner because it is hard to find that in Thailand um, and Antara Resort is the way to go I'm hoping that I was wrong about the per night because $1,000 per night is very steep uh, however see if you can get through a travel agent or go um, during like a season when it is cheaper um, of course it was our honeymoon so we splurged a, we, you know we had a lot more room there but anyway from Chiang Rai or the Golden Triangle, we went to Chiang Mai. We spent a couple of days in Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai is like backpacker central. It's like a small city. Um, well, not small, but it's very much. It's not like Bangkok where there's like skyscrapers everywhere. Um, and it's but it's really cute and people are very friendly. There are a ton of backpackers though, and then we noticed like the street we were on. I think is like a must be a street for like hostel hostels and hotels and everything because like there were a lot of backpackers and a lot of tourists um but that's also where um we were able to go to a place called jay's jay's custom tailoring and if you happen to be in chiang mai happen to be in chiang mai go to jay's and they do uh thailand is known for like getting like custom suits and custom dresses and things for very very cheap um for and really good fabrics like they have the like beautiful silks and cashmeres and you can get them for for much much cheaper um and so we went and joseph was really considering like a custom suit but we were only there for two we were in chiang mai for two days so we get there the first day we go on a walk and we this guy just ends up hearing, like, I don't know, he heard us talking and then we started chatting. He was really nice. And he was like, oh, like, what are you doing while you're here? And we're like, oh, what? we don't know. And he said, oh, like, are you getting a suit made? It's a very, like, common thing to do. And we we're like, oh, yeah, we wanted to, but um, we we don't think we're going to have time. And he said, oh, my gosh, no, you should go to Jay's. Go to Jay's. He can do it. He can do it fast. He'll have it to you by tomorrow. We're like, really? He's like, yeah. And we're like, okay, we will. He's like, no, 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 you should go right now go right now and go to Jay's and because uh, he's having a sale or something like that. And we're like, okay. So he, he helped us flag down a tuk-tuk. And thankfully, because uh, he was able to flag down the tuk-tuk, we've got a better price. They will charge you a little bit more uh, if you cannot speak Thai, um, just like the tourist thing. So we got on tuk-tuk, had a, it was like $3 or something, went to, uh, to like cross the city or whatever to Jay's. And yeah, we went there, got measured, and Joseph was going to get a suit. And I was like, I feel left out. So I got a custom cashmere coat and he had them done. We picked them up. Well, actually, they dropped them off at the resort or the hotel. I mean, at like 9 p.m. the next night. I mean, a little over 24 hours later, we had a, Joseph got a beautiful custom suit. He got uh, so pants, the jacket. We got two shirts for him. Beautiful. I think these might be my favorite shirts that he has, like beautifully made dress shirts. And then I got a custom uh, cashmere, uh, like camel coat, uh, like camel, um, like color coat. 
And uh, all of that was $600. Unheard of. Unheard of. In 24 hours. Like, ridiculous. It was, it, that was great. That was like our big purchase. Um, so that was super fun. And then from Chiang Mai, yeah, Chiang Mai, we went to Colanta. Uh, Colanta is one of their islands. That's the part that I would have, I would skip. Like when I build this itinerary, I want, and I will put a caveat, like I would not go back to Colanta. It's a beautiful island, but I think they must have been hit pretty hard by COVID um, because there isn't really much there. Um, and as well, the, the resort that we were at, I think specifically got hit by COVID. There was like nobody staying there, which it was off season. So like, that's okay. But they had a ton of staff, but you would not have known it. They were not rude, but you could tell like people didn't know what they were doing. And it was going from like Anantara, which was a like 12 star resort, immaculate service, like you were, I mean, it's just, and and really every place we went, we had incredible service. They then ending to at a resort that really didn't have anything to do and the food was not that great and the service was also met. And by that, I mean, like, we were at the pool bar and we were actually with another couple and they were like, good luck getting a drink. Like, like nobody was manning the bar, but you, in from, you could see the bar from the restaurant and so, like, the workers could see that we were there, but, like, nobody was coming. And then you could, you would have to flag somebody down. And then when you did, like, they were trying to order beers and each person, like, had to find the beer because they did not know where in the pool bar the beer was. And so the couple was trying to, like, point them to the fridge because at this point they knew where it was. And, like, somebody, like, looked in the dishwasher. Like, it was – I think they were, like, new hires Um, after what I'm assuming they probably, like, opened up again or something. I don't know. So that wasn't – I would go to a different island. Um, and there's so many. It also was not, there's other islands that have like better water and better beaches that are more conducive to swimming. This was not like their beaches were like not swimming beaches. And, uh, but what was nice once we kind of, we got there, I got a little freaked out because we had no plans. It was supposed to be like a relaxing time at this resort. Um, and we were like, oh, the resort will have activities and it will be a good time there. Like it'll be fine. Uh, And that was like our ending trip, relaxing time. No, I was like, oh my God, we have to save this. So we booked a couple activities. We booked, uh, ATVing and uh, a boat tour and the boat tour, um, was of a couple of the islands that were a little bit away from our island. And that was where we saw like crystal blue water and we went got to go snorkeling. And that was gorgeous. That it's like, that was kind of the picturesque island area that we were expecting. So in the future, I would have, I would go to a different island. However, um, like a lot of people love Phuket, uh, that area. I hear really good things about that. Like if you're running like the beach vibe or something, but anyway, um, that was on the other side of the country. So just keep that in mind. So we went to Colanta. So that was the general itinerary. And I'll we'll have everything in depth on like the PDF, like Instagram um story. We'll have all that on our Instagram. But next thing, what experience went above your expectation? Oh, that was definitely Anantara. Like I was excited for the elephants. No, you have no idea what it's like to actually walk next to these giants. And they were so sweet. And the Mahouts would be like, oh, you can give them a hug. And so, like, you could hug their trunk. And, like, we took pictures with them. And I would, I like, okay, so we, when we landed on Kolanta and uh, we, well, we got there on a ferry and we got to the resort and, like, also it was raining. The weather was 
when we just realized that it was not going to be the experience that we thought it was going to be, I was really close to texting our travel agent and saying, I don't care how much it costs, like book us the rest of the time at Anantara and fly us out of here. Like I want to go back. I loved it. I loved it. I would go back. Um, if I go to Thailand, I will be going back to Anantara because it is just a amazing experience. Like it was awesome. That whole resort is incredible. The team and the team, like the people really made it. Like they are so kind. Um, I loved it. I really, really loved it. Um, experience that was the total opposite of what we expected. That was definitely the island. I feel like I went through that. Three things that made this honeymoon the best. Mm. Okay, seeing the elephants, one. Um, we planned this as well. Like we didn't, I didn't, I am not like a go, go, go person on vacation. I want to experience a lot of things, but I get very overwhelmed if there's not enough time to like rest or really sit or have time to explore. Um, Joseph really likes having a lot of things to do, but he also like is pretty, he wants you know, time to rest and everything. And so we really had this setup where we had time to explore and we would have time to rest. Um, now things we, we had two mornings and it, it wasn't our travel agent's fault. It ended, it was mainly like flights getting changed, but like we had one morning that we had to get picked up at four 30 in the morning and another one where we had to get picked up at 5 AM for our transfers to like the next place. Not fun. I don't want to do that on my honeymoon. So if we do that, like, I'm going to be like, no, I refuse. We will do anything, but get up that early. So I won't be doing that. Um, but yeah, so three things made the honeymoon, the elephants, um, and that whole resort, um, spacing it out so we had time to explore and um oh gosh i i'd say also like just going through the travel agent and having everything set up so well it was so easy i think like obviously i don't know it any other experience but i think i i don't even understand how nice that was because like we just had we had every transfer taken care of we had our tours taken care of um, just have being able, I didn't, of course, for your wedding, you don't know what, what's going on. You have no idea what's going on around you. And so I wasn't even thinking of the honeymoon. Like I needed to pack. I got on the plane and I really didn't have a con, like I knew what we were doing, but I did not have a concept. I hadn't really looked at the itinerary of what we were doing, but knowing that that was taken care of, like down to who was picking us up from the airport, what we were eating, like everything that was done. It was taken care of. That was really, really nice that, that made it, um, Three things that you were not prepared for that you wish you had prepared for. Number one, 36 hours of air travel. That's air travel. That's not a joke. Um, I will never be flying without compression socks again. My feet got so swollen, so unbelievably swollen, and that's quite painful. Um, I did not prepare for that. And honestly, that's like the only thing that I would say, like I truly wasn't prepared for was the the air, like, I don't mind long flights. They don't really bother me. I can sleep in any condition anywhere. So that's fine. I don't really suffer from jet lag because again, I can sleep any condition anywhere. But how swollen I got, I was not prepared for that. I was also sick for the first half of the honeymoon. That was not fun. If you are getting married or going on a large trip, please take like emergency and immune like do a lot of immunity crap beforehand because people don't talk about how often people get sick at their own wedding because you are exposed to so many people. And then all of a sudden you go 
on a giant vacation where you're probably going to be tired and you're also going everywhere and being around a bunch of people like no immunity shots immunity gummies like vitamins everything get it just take it just do it like absolutely do it because it was it ended up being fine I had a wonderful time I wish I had not been feeling so ill um at the beginning but best travel practice slash hack that you were glad you did and you encourage others to do the same um besides the travel agent I would say packing cubes like packing cubes save my oh wait stop hold on packing cubes are awesome but that's also a lame answer that everybody knows here's something that I did not realize and I did this and I will be doing it forever now so before like a wedding you don't you have no concept of what's going on like your brain is so fried and I basically forgot I mean I didn't forget we were going on the honeymoon but I did not like when you're pre- preparing for vacation you buy some new clothes like you go to the store, you get things you need. Like it's, it's a thing. Well, because I had another big thing called a wedding that I was preparing for, I did not prepare for the trip. And so a couple, like the week before the wedding, I was like, oh my God, I have no outfits for the honeymoon. Like I need, I need to do something. And if I had gone out shopping, gone to Amazon, whatever, I would have spent 200, $300 on really like shit clothing. You know what I mean? So I looked into newly, Newly is a clothing rental service similar to Rent the Runway, if you're familiar with that, but it's like casual clothing. It's everyday clothing, but from really nice brands. You're talking free people, urban outfitters, a goldie or gold, whatever you want to say, um, like seventh for all mankind, jeans, like really nice brands, but it's like normal, your normal everyday clothing. So I was like, okay, let me try that. Okay, best thing I ever did. You get six outfits, it's 80 bucks a month. And when you break it down, like it's a deal. And the best part is you don't have to like you, you don't have to send the pieces back. Like it's kind of like a rotating closet. Like, so say I wanted to keep like three of my six items, I would just send the other three back and get three new ones. But there's not an expiry for when I have to send those other items, like the other three back. So you can just continue like with them. So that's amazing. And so like, that was the smartest thing I did. It was fantastic. I had beautiful outfits. It was easy to pack because I, I could go. I literally went city by city and was like, okay, what outfit am I do I want for this city? And for ba- based on what we're doing, it was so, it was so convenient. I would one hundred percent do that again. I'm I still have it. I'm going to continue it. Like I was just thinking, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up and I'm going to Arkansas, which is ex- extremely cold. And I have my new coat, but I also want some other warmer things. And South Carolina, I don't need to be buying warm stuff. We just don't have it. We don't need it. And so I'm going to be getting some more sweaters and like probably another jacket or a coat or something. Like basically have a whole like six items. That's going to carry me that trip. I have to go to New York in the beginning of December. I can't imagine how cold that's going to be. I'm, I really don't even understand how cold that's going to be. So I'm able to get stuff for those, especially because there's like, it's for my work holiday party. So I'll be able to get like a dress and whatever I need for that. It's so convenient. That's the best hack that I could give that nobody told me. I just kind of figured out, get a clothing rental service for vacations. It's, you end up saving so much money. And you get to wear pieces that are like really nice and really cute. And you kind of get to go out of your comfort zone with outfits. Like I was wearing things that I probably wouldn't have thought to buy for myself, but I loved because I there wasn't like the commitment there. Um, and it's like 
uh, like sustainable because you're not going through and throwing away a bunch of clothes and cheap stuff that you are going to wear once. So there's the overview. There's the Thailand overview. Um, I feel like I pretty much went through the questions that I've been getting. If you have more, absolutely go comment on our Instagram. Be happy to answer. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope this gave you the travel bug. Honestly, next year, I'm hoping to have several trips. I already hope to go to Costa Rica in February. Um, hopefully, Joseph and I will have like a Europe trip or something in the summer. I don't know. I want to do a lot of travel. I love traveling. Um, I think it's about time that we have another travel guest on talk about travel hacks how to travel cheaper um i think that would be so fun if you have somebody in mind or something like that again instagram or dm us let us know who you want to have on because that is one of my favorite topics and it's also one of yours our travel episodes do super well so regardless anyways i love you guys i hope you guys have a fabulous week i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did please share it on social media that does it's huge like it is huge for us when you share this on social media and you share the podcast episodes with friends um and that just makes our community bigger and gets that makes the podcast even better and then if you are feeling so generous please leave us a five-star review on apple podcast or spotify you can do it on spotify and on Apple Podcasts, you can write a review as well if you want to tell us how wonderful we are. But anyways, I hope you have a fabulous week and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.